This episode of the Morning Skate is brought to you by Laga Sports. Laga Sports specializes in making 100% custom, fully sublimated uniforms and apparel for a variety of sports, but they're known for the premium quality and creativity of hockey jerseys. They have a one-price, any-design policy. It doesn't matter if you're looking for a simple NHL style or if you're wanting to create jerseys that look like rebel fighters from Star Wars. The price will always be the same, and the design of possibilities are endless. Check them out at lagasports.com. That is lagasports.com. L-A-G-A-S-P-O-R-T-S dot com. Own your look, own the game. You'll lose 11 seconds. You've got 10 seconds. The countdown going on right now. Morrow, up to show. Five seconds left in the game. Do you believe in miracles? Yes! Sunday, August 26th, the boys are back, it's Cat and Hal. Hal, what's up buddy? How's it going, dude? It's, it's good, man. I haven't seen you in a while. Where, what have you been up to? What have you been doing? Grinding life away, man. Mm-hmm. You know how it goes. I just... It's been a while. I haven't been on the podcast. I just wanted to address something quick uh, at the very beginning. It's not... Dude, he's looking at me like I'm about to announce something important. It's not. Last week, Greg Ronane asked a question about high school football. High school high school hockey movie. Can you repeat the question to me? Uh, fuck. I don't have it on. It, it, was, it was along the lines of what would what would be the ingredients of a good high school hockey movie? Okay. So I don't know if it was added in the list. I saw your blog. I didn't hear you guys talk about it, unfortunately. Uh, so apologize to the other host. I just wanted to say that, that if it was an omission, it should be named that there has to be at least four groups of 28-year-old men uh that won a championship like 10 years ago that had to live in the town and fucking make sure they ride around their rings in their glove box in case anyone sees them. Yeah, guilty. Except for I don't have a ring. <laughs> yeah. uh, you just have a varsity jacket. Yeah, so I'm, I'm even worse. <laughs> yeah. I just wanted to say that, you know, like, Billingsley had his older brother. I think I'm both the show and in the movie, right? There was Billingsley. The fullback always had a brother, Riggins. I don't think Billingsley had a brother. Billingsley had a, an abusive father. But, Rig- but Riggins does have Billy Riggins. I'm rusty, dude. This is going to be a tough podcast. I'm pretty rusty. It's been a long time. It's this fine. is my training camp. Um, I'm <laughs> skating in the Foxborough League with the Hayes brothers. So. No, nothing wrong with it. Uh, I, I don't know how long this podcast is going to be before we get into it. Just want to let you guys know we have a special deal going on on our website. If you go to our website, it's morning-skate.com, and you click the store button. It'll bring you to where we're selling all of our merch. If you guys use the promo code TMS Social, that's T M S S O C I A L, you will save twenty five percent off your order for the month of September. Um, want to say appreciate everybody who has bought something. It's 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 pretty cool. I, I just want to get as much stuff out there as we possibly can, so people know like what we're about and what we're doing. So if you have ordered something, thank you. We really appreciate it. Twenty five percent off. I mean, the hoodies are like forty bucks, so you're gonna save quite a quite a bit of change by. Uh, Using the promo code. So shout out to everybody who's been doing that. We appreciate you. Um, is the I need to say something your high school thing that you were just talking yeah, about? Yeah, no, I need to say something else. If you buy a sweatshirt, I think essentially what you would be doing is you would be donating to the Buy Hal Microphone Foundation. Yeah. Um, yeah, so do it for the team too. Yeah. Be yeah. a booster. You'd essentially be a booster. Yeah. So. Boost, the Morning Skate Booster Club. Maybe that should be a new t shirt that we make. The Morning Skate Booster. I don't hate it. Uh, also, a certificate in the mail. Yeah, so now we're, <laughs> we'll move forward. We're going to go into NHL on the news, so let's play that music right now. All right, NHL on the news. Again, it's late August, so there's really not that much, but we're going to make something out of nothing. First things first, NHL source says Slava Voinov has not been cleared to return to the NHL. There was a report that just came out that said he was. Then I think, who was it, John Shannon, the weird-looking dude? Was like, oh no, that's not that's not what's going on. So Slava Voinov has not been cleared to return to the NHL. What do you have on this uh, right-handed puck-moving defenseman, power play specialist, who uh, beat up his wife? 
Um, I don't know. I'm pretty. I mean, I kind of saw this one come, and I did want to say Slava Voinov's agent. Um, you gotta love that guy. He's 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 throwing every like I don't know trick in the book at him. Uh, he thought maybe throw a couple whispers out there that the NHL said uh, Slava was gonna be uh, cleared to play. Next thing you know, he thinks his agent. The agents are going to be calling. The teams are going to be calling. He's going to be getting those deals. So you got to respect his hustle. Uh, just throwing his client's name out there. Like, he, what did he think? Like, if he just told people, like, "Hey, Russian reporter, Slav is going to play in the NHL next year," the NHL would be like, "Yeah, all right, dude. Like, I guess so." According to these reports, like he's in. So I don't know. Um, good on the NHL, but I, I don't even know. Like, why the fuck did this come up? Uh, just because he's been trying to come back. I mean, that's been like a storyline this summer that Slava Voinov may return to the NHL. And, uh, it's a, it's a tough fucking spot. Uh, should he, as a human, be able to play in the NHL? No, because he's a fucking piece of shit, clearly. But I don't think that there's any rule, really, that says, you know, if you're a piece of shit, you can't play kind of thing. Maybe, maybe there should be that rule. Um, I mean, Ray Lewis, didn't he play after he killed the guy? Allegedly, dude. <laughs> Allegedly, right? Did OJ ever play after he he murdered those people, or was that was he washed up at that point? <laughs> OJ did not play again, dude. I don't yeah. know. I'm just I'm trying to like I, I don't really know if there's any other comparisons of of I mean, Ray Rice, dude. He's gonna get. He's not gonna get back in the league. Okay, That's Ray probably, Rice. There you go. Okay, there you go. Why the NHL should come out with a statement like technically there's probably no rule that uh, we can't not let you play, but. Like, if you're an NHL GM out there and you sign him, like, you're a scumbag. Yeah, and here's another thing. Like, I, I he plays for Team Russia, right? So I'm sure, like, I don't know, the Russian Brotherhood, like, hey, man, we know you fucked up, whatever. Because people do make mistakes. But the thing is, if he's in a locker room for an NHL team, I, I don't think that he's going to be really, like, that well-liked, you would think, right? Like, you're going into the locker room after a practice, and you look across, and you see this guy, and you, and you just think, okay, well, that guy beat the shit out of his wife. I don't really want to go get a beer with him, right? Like, I don't think none of it makes sense from a standpoint of locker room, PR, none of that, but he is a fucking elite caliber defenseman. So it's just shitty. I agree with you. I, I think he shouldn't be allowed back. It's going to be interesting to see what the fuck happens, though. My thing is, too, though, and I know some guys, like, come over, like Panarin, Dadunov, I'm probably missing someone to actually succeed from the KHL, but like, is he still yeah, like, we he, don't really know. He plays like it, like the KHL is in real hockey, so I'm assuming I, he would probably still be like a top four defenseman. But he's right-handed, which is that one thing that all the teams like covet. Because let's talk about that. Why are there no right-handed defensemen? Well, have, we, have we ever really thought about that? I mean, I can just spitball for you. I don't, I don't know the legitimacy of this statement. But there was always one Hardo youth hockey coach that told you that hockey was intended to be played as a lefty. Um, I would assume, based on that, that there's a lot of coaches that coach youth hockey in Canada. I mean, you know the type. They probably work at, like, the oil mill. Yeah. Um, they run a hard practice. Um, they've got a great windbreaker and always a chew-in. Yeah. you got to think they're telling the five- and six-year-olds, if you're a righty, you're a pussy. I think I think as a defenseman you don't want to be called a pussy. Therefore, most defensemen are righties, and most defensemen come from Canada. You so mean left? You mean lefties? But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, I, uh, I mean, top yeah. top right-handed defense. Is Drew Doughty right-handed? I feel like he is. Yeah, I think so. I think I, I dude. I think there's a good amount of right-handed defensemen. PK Subban, uh, I think, is a right-handed defenseman. Is that wrong? Uh, we could just go down this list and probably get to a lot of people. Yeah. I don't know. That's just that's always something weird. PK Subban, it doesn't it doesn't fucking tell you. All right, cool. Oh no, right handed, nailed it. <coughs> All right, moving on. Fuck you, Slav Avoinov. Uh, a, a new segment, dude. Right handed or left handed? Yeah, Jeff Black. Jeff Blashill said it doesn't seem likely Henrik Zetterberg uh, will be ready to play, and if he's not. And if he's not, he's not likely to play at all this season. We'll know more when he has his pre-camp physical in mid-September. Henrik Zetterberg, I just kind of want to talk about this guy for a little bit. Captain of the Red Wings, uh, absolute Swede beauty. Look at that beard, beard in the hair. He's just a beautiful man. But what I like about this guy, seventh-round pick, 210 overall in the 1999 draft. Everybody knows the Red Wings have fucking crazy skill when it comes to drafting people late. Um, I was under the assumption that he really hasn't played the last couple years, but I just looked up his stats. The last three years, he's played in every single game. 
and 15, 16, he put up 50 points, then 68, and then 56. So he's still a producing producing player, especially on a team that really isn't all that sweet, right? Like, But he, he makes a lot of money. Uh, the Red Wings, talk about a team that went from grace to just, like, dog shit really, really, really quick. Like, I, what do you have on this? Uh, if he can't play, he can't play. Like, I don't know. What do you have? Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I think, yeah, Zetterberg's a good player. I, I think he's, like, I don't know if he's, like, underrated, though. I think it's pretty fair. I think most people have a lot of respect for Henrik Zetterberg. and know he's a great player. I don't think he gets talked a lot of but I, I think that's basically because the Red Wings have sucked for the last three years, four years. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, dude. I, I was reading up on it. People are comparing it to Marion Hossa. Uh, when Marion Hossa, like, I don't remember what happened to me. Like a skin condition or some shit? Yeah, something like that. Shout out Fever Boy Rex. Uh, and after that skin condition, he didn't come back. But, like, the Blackhawks are up against the cap and cleared up a bunch of cap space. I guess the Red Wings, and I have no idea how, like, who they're giving this money to, probably, like, Mike Green for $10 million a year, but they're, like, $3 million over the cap right now, so if Zetterberg, um, if Zetterberg doesn't play... Is that accurate? Doesn't... They're over $3 mil? Yeah, they're, like, on, they're either on the cap or, like, right at the cap, but they need to shed cap before the season starts, um, so if Zetterberg doesn't play, uh, he still gets paid, and it's not on their cap roll, so maybe, like, hey, man, we're gonna suck this year, we'll tank or something. Uh, go take a summer off, dude. You fucking earned it. Get healthy. Come back. Zadina's going to play first-line minutes probably now or second-line minutes. Uh, just a reminder, he did say he had to prove everyone wrong, so this is his chance. Right now, off the gate, Zadina, the star winger is down. You're the 18-year-old rookie who wants to prove everyone wrong. Cheers for the taking. Yeah, I mean, I guess the only issue with that is Zetterberg's a center. Fuck me. Shoot your shot. No, but I, I get what you're saying. Like, definitely played wing though. Like, I, I'm sure he, I 100 percent agree he's a center now. Maybe he's always been a center, but <laughs> I still feel the same way. No, and it, it's a big loss for for uh, Detroit up front. They had Mantha, Ethanasiu. They got they got some other people, I guess. Uh, Franz Nielsen, real big big player. <laughs> but yeah, Zinina, we'll see. We'll see what he does. Uh, Yo, Franzen's still in front of the net on the power play. I fucking hate Franz Nielsen, man. What do you think about uh, Holmstrom? Tomas Holmstrom. I thought he was awesome. The mule, dude. The mule, dude. No, wait. Wasn't Franz in the mule? I don't fucking know. They had right. so many mules, dude. Yeah, dude. Franzen was a mule. They all look, there's been so many mules in Detroit over the years. You can't fucking keep count. He's another guy from Sweden who fucking sits in front of the net and tips the puck and fuck him. To score yeah. goals, dude. That's that's Sweden's thing. If, you, if you're like 6'2", I mean, look at Hornquist. Same fucking player, dude. Dude, I'm rusty. I'm getting fucking fact-checked out the ass. Training camp. <laughs> Training camp. We're going to stay with the Red Wings. Uh, the Red Wings removed Hockey Town logo from center ice, and people fucking went ballistic about this. Um, I'm not from Detroit. I don't particularly like the Red Wings, so I don't really care. What do you have on that? Do people from Detroit think Little Caesars Pizza is good? I don't know, man. I like, I feel like, like I feel like they're getting annoyed with how that's just like forced down their throat every two seconds. Yeah, I don't know, dude. But like the kids play for Little Caesars, like they're the sickest AAA team. It seems like for some reason they like are like, oh yeah, let's go get a hot and ready five dollar pizza out the box and bring it home for the family. Like I think they think it's good, dude. I don't know if there's a problem up there. I mean, there's a lot of problems in Detroit. I don't know why I said that, but I I don't know. I'm kind of happy. Like, did you ever? In your life, say, like, close your eyes, open them up. What is Hockey Town USA? Did you ever say Detroit? I mean, you were conditioned to, but, like... Yeah, but it's weird, right? Like... I don't know. Is that from, like, when Gordy Howe played or something like that? Or is it just because they were winning a bunch of championships? That could have been it. I think it was just because they were so good in, like, the 90s and in the 2000s, right? Like, I, I, I don't know. So I'm going to ask you right now, dude. Gun to your head. Hockey Town USA. Um, fuck! You're gonna. I want to say Minnesota just because they love hockey there. But if if it's in terms of like championships and shit like that, it's probably Pittsburgh. I I would go Minneapolis, even though or yeah, Minneapolis. Just because I don't know if they're like the craziest wild fans, but it is hockey. It is hockey town. Like it's hockey country. Yeah. Like it, that's the thing. You go to Pittsburgh and you and you say, "What's the sport of the city?" Though I think it's football. That's like it's Pennsylvania football. Like I would think so too. I don't know because I'm not from there, I but I would think, think that they're more Steelers fans than there are Penguin fans. Yeah. So like I, I mean, 
I don't know. Just figured I would ask, but that, that's kind of a respectable answer. I would take Pittsburgh. Yeah, but there we go. Uh, <laughs> moving on. Elliot Friedman says, Eric Carlson reached out to say it's not accurate that he is unwilling to sign a long-term deal with the Canadian team. There was a report, I think sometime last week, that said Eric Carlson didn't want to stay in Canada. Now Elliot Friedman saying, hey, Eric Carlson didn't say that. Little he said, she said bullshit. What do you have on this, Al? I would love to hear your thoughts. Eric Carlson? So, mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Like, How did the first report come out? Who said that? Did you say that? <laughs> uh, I don't know who said it, but there was a report that said Eric Carlson was unwilling to sign a long-term deal with the Canadian team. <sighs> yeah, I mean, that's probably true. Yeah, like, no it, shit. <laughs> I think 100% true, but I think as an agent, you got to start thinking, like, if this comes out, people know he doesn't want to go to Canadian market, where there's, like, six teams off the table – and there goes negotiations. Because in order for a team like Toronto, uh, with all the money gets taken out of a Canadian paycheck, in order for them to compete, they have to throw like $12 million, like in an offer to them. So you're taking off some of your best competitors uh, to kind of gauge the American teams. Is he going to sign with them? No, we got to play ball with them to help you out. Mm-hmm. Ball's, ball's in Eric Carlson's court. Like I, I honestly believe Eric Carlson's one of those few players that even if the team wasn't really interested in him, if he called the GM and was like, I want to play for your team, that GM would figure out a fucking way to get him. Yeah, like, also another right-handed shot. So, look at that, dude. Dude, what, fuck, I left, for like, I left for like a month and a half, and you're fucking stat boy over there. That's what I did. Yeah, I don't know, man. I just, I, I, I think it's bullshit. What do you think? Uh, I think it's just kind of like a no shit. He wouldn't want to sign long-term with the Canadian team. If there was a Canadian team he would want to sign with, it would probably be the Leafs. Not going to be able to do that with a cap. Maybe Winnipeg, but, like, who really wants to live in Winnipeg? And then you look at the other teams. Nobody wants to play in Montreal because if you if you suck, they're going to let you know it. Calgary's just been so-so. Vancouver's a dumpster fire. Am I missing any? Ottawa, he's not going to resign in Ottawa. He's already lived that fucking life. Uh, it would be sick to live. Yeah, Edmonton would be a rough ride. Vancouver is a sick city to live in, but you're right. It's you want to know what, though? Could you imagine if he did go to Edmonton and he got to play with Connor McDavid, what type of team they'd be able to put together? <laughs> I think, Honestly, dude, I think out of all those teams, Edmonton would be, yeah, obviously that's unbelievable. They'd have to trade dry settle. Um, I think that's probably how it would get done realistically. Yeah. The, but I think Calgary would be an interesting team for him, too. I know you said they're like over the hump. They don't have a goalie, but if they had Carlson, I think they have a good amount of pieces. <laughs> They just, got, they just got real deal Neil, too. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, I don't know. I think this was... I don't think he wants to sign with the Canadian real team. Deal, but I think that's what, right. Real deal did go to Calgary. That makes sense. Good for him. Uh, I, think, I don't know. I think because, like... I think he has to come out and say that. Like, he has to be like, no, never mind. Like, I didn't say that. But, like, he's not going to a Canadian team. Right. I agree. Uh, Bruce Garriott... Garriott? Gary Ouch. I don't know. He's a big sense guy. I see his name all the time. He says Vegas, Dallas, and San Jose have all circled back in recent days and are having talks with Ottawa for Carlson traction, and these talks could mean he's gone before the start of the season. Do you remember that one night that the guy said that the, the deal was done for him going to Tampa Bay and everybody st- like stayed awake for like three days straight waiting for that to happen and just never did? <laughs> Shout out to that guy. Uh, Vegas, Dallas, San Jose. Vegas has been a team that's always been rumored as have Dallas and San Jose, so maybe maybe talks have been picking up. If you had to pick one of those teams that Carlson goes to, where do you pick? <coughs> uh, Dallas. Dallas. I'm a big I'm a big if there's smoke, there's fire guy. And having said that, I think Vegas. I, so what I don't get though is what's Vegas gonna give them? Well think about it this way, man. They just they have those two first-round picks that didn't even play this year. Who is it, like Suzuki and Glass? Yeah. I mean, there's two there. They have they have picks up the wazoo. They have a shit ton of prospects. They have a whole lot of cap space. It kind of seems like that could be a place that he'd wind up. Yeah, I know. I just don't know. We've been over this before, so I'm not going to go down that road. I've already I've already had my two cents on Vegas Carlson. I don't think it's a good fit. I I don't I I don't know where Eric Carlson goes, dude. I'm. I, I'm interested by the speculation, but I literally have no fucking clue. I don't think anybody knows. Obviously, smoke works fire. There's smoke, there's fire, dude. I know you're a big believer in that, apparently. It's a great saying. Uh, <laughs> but I just uh, I just don't know if I see it. Tony, anyway. Tony Stewart's nickname was uh, Smoke. 
Dude, I um someone oh Bizdev Dale brought up to me the other day uh, that you still pretend that you're upset about Alan Thick passing away like four years ago. How am I pretending about that? <laughs> that really... right, what's, the next, what's the next topic? No, we're staying on that topic. Alan Thick was an absolute icon. He passed away playing hockey with his kid, Growing Pains. You remember you that? Never you... watched an episode of Growing Pains, dude. Show I'm me sure. that smile. Show me there, that there smile. There is nobody. There's nobody's DVR I've seen more in my life than yours. I never once, I never once saw Growing Pains recorded. Here, here's a, here's something for you. Without Alan Thicke, Leonardo DiCaprio never would have even had a career. So try that one on for size. I'm not I'm not dissing Alan Thicke, dude. I'm just saying there's no way you're still waking up in the morning like. Fuck, Alan. Ask me what my alarm is. What? The Growing Pains theme song, dude. No, the song. Never watched the show. It's a great song. Uh, all right, moving on. Nikita Kucherov tweeted this out. It was a picture of him, Andre Vasilevsky, and Artemi Panarin on the beach. It says, uh, Vassy and I showing uh, Artemi Panarin how good it is to play in Tampa. I feel like you can't do that. Can you do that? Well, I, I mean... I don't know, dude. It feels like we're, what is this, like an NBA podcast now? Like, why are people tampering? Mm-hmm. I I don't like the move. I don't like the move for the fact that it's like, oh, boy, like now the Lightning are on, like, the inside track. Like, now they're going to get them. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care about that. Like, if, if they really want to get Artemi Panarin to Tampa and he goes, like, it'll happen. I don't know. I just, I just think it's a lame move. Like, I don't know. Sick Tampa. We get it. You guys are sweet. Like, you're all Russian. We're going to get another Russian in there. We're all going to be really cool. Vinny Prospel, he taught us how to tan. <laughs> so we're all looking really good on the beach. It's oh, like, I, like, I don't know. Like, win a cup. Yeah. No. I'm <laughs> salty because they beat the Bruins. Like, my hate for Tampa is very ratcheted up this summer. They're the, it's not Toronto. I don't care about theirs. He went home. I'm happy for him. It's all highs for me. Are on Tampa Bay right now, and I don't need them on social media getting in my face. What are yeah, your thoughts? I don't need three Russians with their shirts off, like 2% body fat, abs ripped out of their mind, being like, oh, hey, I'm living the dream. While it's like a Tuesday at 3.30 in the afternoon, I'm working at my real job, and I'm like, I fucking hate my life. The, the one thing I will say about that photo, though, it looks like Vasilevsky hasn't been outside in seven years. Dude's like fucking pale as all hell. Is that really that shocking, though? That's the guy with the weird eye thing. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like... Weird eyes, it, pale skin, dude. Full hearts. If I was Artemi Panarin, I was getting on my private jet and flying back home to Columbus or Russia or wherever he was going, he'd be like, I don't know. Like, why did we all have to take our shirts off? Like, why was Andre Vasilevsky wearing a headband? Why were his eyes darting across the room? <laughs> um, I just... I don't know. If maybe he was telling them, like, this was a sick time. He got on the plane. He was like, fuck those guys. Alex Kalorn is probably writing a book in the back. Right, dude. Cedric Paquette was probably like drowning. <laughs> Chris Kunitz is fucking counting his cup rings. Chris uh, Chris Kunitz went to the fucking Blackhawks, dude. Yeah, Blackhawk down, dude. We talked about that. Blackhawk down. All right, uh, dark horse for Artemi Panarin. By the way, he's gonna go to the Rangers. You'll see. <laughs> We're not talking about that because I'll get upset. All right, one last thing. This isn't really news. It happened a couple weeks ago, but Kevin Hayes signed a one-year deal, five point one seven five. There's been a lot of talk about Kevin Hayes is saying, hey, this is a show-me deal. I want to stay in New York. I want to be a leader. I want to teach these kids how to play hockey. I don't know. I guess I guess my question, if I really had to say, is like Kevin Hayes – how do I say this? Is, is Kevin Hayes like that guy that you really want, you know, teaching your younger kids like how to play the game? I mean – I, I don't know. What do you have on that, Hal? Do you think Kevin Hayes would be a good leader? Do you think this is all bullshit? I don't know, dude. I don't. I don't get so. So he signed a one-year deal for, for like five million. Like, why didn't he take? Why didn't he want years? <coughs> you think he's worth more money? You think no. he's going to go out there and earn seven? No, I think I. I don't think the Rangers wanted to lock him up long term with the amount of centers that they have coming up through the system. So it's like here's a one-year deal. Show us what you can do, and if it's good, then it'll be between you and Mika Zibanejad kind of thing. Well, then he's fucking out. Yeah. Like, like I don't I don't really hate Kevin Hayes. Um, I, I've gone back and forth on him. I definitely did hate him for a while. 
I, I think he's an all right. He seems like a nice guy, and he seems to love playing in New York, which is cool. But he's just like Kevin Hayes. Like, I don't know, man. Like, he's kind of like goofy looking out there. Sometimes, sometimes he's flying up and down the ice, and then other times <laughs> he's just like kind of like fucking picking his nose in the outfield. Like, I just. I'm not. I'm never really wowed by Kevin Hayes. I don't think. I don't think he's the type of guy that leads a team like by example. And I don't know if like Kevin Hayes. Dude, Kevin Hayes sounds like he has like fucking so much snot in his nose at all times. Yeah. It's like, dude, fucking clear your sinuses, get some Zyrtec, like fucking breathe a little. Like, can you imagine him being like, "Hey guys, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, come on, guys, like let's get him." Like, dude, Kevin, like, <laughs> we don't need to hear it. And the worst part about Kevin Hayes, and I hate to say this, dude, and it's Kevin Hayes and a couple of those other guys that were, like, in that core group, Chris Kreider, is they spent, like, the young years of their NHL, like, getting pep talks from Derek Stepan. Like, let's get them next time. <laughs> oh, dude. my like, God. Leave your brain. Like, I, was at Druther, I was at Druthers earlier today, and this guy walked in in a Rangers jersey, and I turned around, and it was a Derek Stepan Rangers jersey. This guy was wearing to the bar 80 degrees outside around 3.30 in the afternoon. This guy thought it was a good idea to wear, good idea to wear a Derek Stepan jersey to the bar. I'm, I'm going to switch it up, though, from Kevin Hayes. Uh, Ryan Spooner, dude, I, I've turned on Ryan Spooner again, too. I like the guy. I always kind of did, but, like, I, he's kind of, like, in that same Kevin Hayes boat where it's like, what does this guy want? I've come to the realization, you and Fever Boy Rex, you're talking about it today, you're now going to pretend to be soccer fans for a little bit. Let's go Chelsea. Or something like that, dude. Chelsea like, Pierre, you. Dude. you guys love to pretend about stuff. Ryan Spooner <laughs> also loves to pretend. As I well documented on this podcast, you want to be a DJ last year. Have you seen his new career aspiration after hockey? That was on Twitter recently. No. He uh, so he, he did a day following around the Ottawa PD, and he thinks he wants to be a police officer now when he retires. Oh so it looks like he might be putting down the turntables and turning in for handcuffs. Um, and I think that's a great move, dude. I kind of love it. I love. The, I feel like Ryan Spooner's the type of guy. Like he probably watched that Zac Efron movie where he's the DJ, and then he was like, you know what? Like I'm going to do that too. And then he was probably on his couch one night and like. I don't know. What's a really shitty cop movie? Uh, uh, like, definitely Cops was on or something like that. He's like, dude, let me check that out. So how do you feel about that, dude? Is Ryan Spooner on being a cop when he retires? Uh, change your mind. Also <laughs> noted he has some great tattoos. So, uh, I love cops. You know that. I'm a big cop guy. I, su- I support you know the, the cops, the firefighters. Yeah. So. Shout out Stretch. Yeah, shout out, shout out to our, uh, our buddy who's a Vermont State Trooper. Uh, big cop guy. So that's something he wants to do. You know what? Do it after. Do it after the career's done. My thing is like the Rangers are just getting these people that like have way more passion for other things besides hockey, and it's kind of blowing my mind a little bit. Your whole team, dude. That's the problem. I think with New York City, they all have so many fucking hobbies. Hand gloves, fashion. Dude, it's crazy. It's not even just the Rangers. You remember when Bernie Williams decided to try to be like some fucking acoustic guitarist out of like left field or center field, if you will? Like, what the fuck, man? Play baseball. <laughs> like, I don't. I. I don't. I don't know if it's New York City, dude. That's a very good point. They love to have hobbies and activities for the weekend. Drives wow. me fucking insane. Like, focus on the sport, man. We haven't won a cup since 94. Stop fucking spinning turntables and watching Bad Boys 2. Dude, dude. <laughs> Bad Boys 2. That's a great call. Fucking, do you think, like, Sidney Crosby's, like, up north in the woods, like, picking up new hobbies? Like, no, Sidney Crosby's at the rink training with Brad Marchand, doing fucking Gretzky curls and shit. <laughs> They're not at some fucking bullshit club in Sweden pretending to be a DJ. Yeah. Did you talk at all about the uh, Zuccarello charity game? It looks sick. No, I didn't. I, I that we should talk about that. So Zuccarello and Henrik Lundqvist had a uh, charity game, and yeah, it did look fucking sick. They had a bunch of Swedish NHLers over there. Actually, but Ryan McDonough went. Like it looked really cool, and they just kept talking about how like it was they, outside. Yeah, the easiest way to compare it, and this is going to sound completely ridiculous, but how big LeBron James is in the United States, that's how big Matt Zuccarello is in Norway. Like, it's fucking crazy how much the people love him there. And, you know, I'm a big Zook guy. He's probably my favorite player of all time. So that was very nice to see. And they raised some money, and, you know, it was good. And it was good on Hank for fucking staying involved with it, too. Yeah, dude, fucking uh, shout-out Char with a nice snipe out there, too. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, dude, a sick lineup, cool event. Like, if I was an NHL player, dude, 
and I got a text to go to that tournament, I'd be like, fuck yeah, I'll go to Norway and play in a tournament for a day. It seemed like there were a couple of random guys. I didn't, I don't remember <laughs> the roster, but I feel like I saw some random guys. Right, dude, there. I get horny about going playing in some bullshit tournament in Burlington. I can't imagine what it'd be like, oh, hey, come over to Norway, hang it, play with Henrik Lundqvist and fucking Matt Zuccarello. Yeah, I think it was a lot of Swedes, right? Like, the Ekstrom was out there. Yeah. But thought Terry cool, Field Pillow was probably around, dude. <laughs> yeah. All right. That was our NHL news. So now we're going to move on. We have, like, three Twitter questions. So, Twitter questions. Drake! Yeah. Trigger fingers turn to Twitter fingers. All right. Moving on. Drake, thank you. Twitter questions. Uh, first one. E-Man wants to know how ready we are for the season to start. Great question, E-Man. Hal, how ready are you? I'm pretty ready. I knew I was ready the other night because I, um, was it Friday night? Friday or Saturday night, I was watching YouTube hockey highlights till about 2 o'clock in the morning. That's when I realized I was officially ready, so I'm full torque. Yeah, I, uh, it's, it's definitely getting there, man. Like, <clears throat> I, I tweeted out a video of the Rangers and the Devil's Brawl the other day. Got like 500 retweets and over a thousand likes, and I'm like, okay, people are fucking ready for the NHL season to start. Cause that video is not that awesome. It's it's pretty cool, but like that was the first time I ever felt real viral about it. So I, I'm pretty pumped. Uh, I can't wait to just fucking get out of work, come home, turn on the game, and it's just I don't know. And that means it's fall time. I love the fall flannel time, you know. So I'm pretty I'm pretty ready for it, man. I hope you are too. Um, now here's a couple questions. Well, here's a question that Hal had. Uh, BizDev Dale just got a fish, so he wants to know what should we name BizDev Dale's fish. And I told him to wait on naming it until after this podcast. We'll put a poll out uh, tomorrow. There are some names that he has been talking about. Uh, one of them's Fresh Out. One of them's Perry. One of them's Percy. And I forget what the other one was, but there's another one. What What do you think that BizDev Dale should name his fish? <coughs> I don't know. I mean. As everyone knows, Bizdev Dale is our resident Colorado Avalanche fan. He hasn't watched a Colorado Avalanche game in over 10 years. So I was hoping we could come up. What is the most, like, irrelevant Colorado Avalanche of all time? Oh, my God. I have him in my head. What the fuck was his name? Zvatos? Was it Kaminsky? <laughs> I don't know, dude. De- Adam Deadmarsh? <laughs> Adam Deadmarsh. That's a good Deadmarsh. one, dude. <laughs> Dead March. I don't know. I fuck. I wish we. I wish I talked about this with you before. But I mean, I. I don't know if he should go Avalanche. Uh, DJ Merb, our our official podcast DJ, um, who quite frankly hasn't put out any music for us in, ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, Garrison or Bizdev Dale's previous uh, fish was named after him, Merb. Uh, maybe he goes back to the well with that one. I think the last one died from a nicotine addiction, so maybe this fish will stay clear. Yeah, we put way too much dip in that fish tank. <laughs> um, last question. Baby Buff wants to know about a fantasy hockey league. I can't believe you put this on here. Uh, so every year we we do a fantasy hockey league, and every year everybody's like, I'm totally in, and then by the end of the year there's only three people left actually playing. So that's why I'm a little hesitant on it. Uh Hal's got a grin on right now. I know what he's going to say. He's going to be like, dude, if we did a morning skate, I'd totally do it. I swear. Probably week three he'd be out. So, I, I don't know. What do you what do you have on this, dude? And, and don't don't bullshit the bullshitter. <laughs> no, dude. I So, I'm, I have, I'm going to come clean. Um, I've made a lot of broken promises regarding fantasy hockey over the last five or six years. Uh, they all fell through. So I, I did want to put this on here too, just to address, no, I will not do a fancy hockey league with you. But, and I don't even know if this is possible or if we're able to set this up, and I'm pretty sure that my co-host is taking selfies of himself right now. No, so that's dude, I was, trying to take a, I was trying to take Instagram live, dude. No, <laughs> but my point after I just got sidetracked from that was going to be, um, I think we should do a daily fantasy league um, I don't even know if we're able to set that up, but if we do a daily fantasy league, I would be able to participate at least once a week. What do you mean by a daily fantasy league? Like FanDuel. I, I know, I know. <laughs> oh, like DraftKings and shit? Yeah, where you can put in like a daily thing. We'll make it like super fucking cheap or something like that. Maybe even borderline free. I don't even know if you can do that. It'll be super cheap. Uh, maybe one day I'll put like $20 of my own fucking 
pocket and just be like, I'll give it to the best roster of the day. Yo, and you want to know what's kind of cool about that is Papa is a huge, uh, like, gambling guy. And he's I think he actually may start a podcast that we're going to release, like, during the middle of the week that's going to be strictly, like, fantasy hockey. So maybe that could be something that we could talk to him about. There it is, dude. I'm just fucking spitting ideas left and right. You've, you you did it, dude. All right, so that were our Twitter questions. Patty B didn't call in this week. Thanks, Pat. Uh, if you guys want to leave a, a voicemail, 518-309-2595. That's 518-309-2595. But we're just going to get into it. We're going to do a little Laga Sports, Dominic Moore's Heroes and Zeros. Hey, fans. This is Dominic Moore. I'm just going to take you guys through a little bit of the behind-the-scenes stuff here. All right, thanks, Dom. Hero and zero time. Do you want to go first, Al? Sure. My hero of the week is John Moore. Uh, I hate to go back to the Bruins well, but I'm fucking doing it for this podcast. It's been a hot minute. <laughs> I was I was kind of sour on the signing. I'm coming around. I, I read an article recently. Claims he grew up a Bruins fan, so I'm going to take that. Um, his his uh, grand one of his grandfathers was supposed to go to Maine. Uh, that hit pretty. That really struck a chord with me kind of made me emotional so i'm emotionally invested in john moore um also i loved his interview because he used a couple cliches my bonus hero of the week is going to training lines uh or training camp storylines uh john moore dropped a couple i grew up loving this team nothing like when you have a guy trying to fight for a roster spot he lets you know he grew up for the team he also he also dropped a defenseman take a while to develop and I think I am now just entering the prime of my career. Love that. Uh, 27 years old. He's got that. He nailed that one. So he dropped a couple of those. So I, I, I included a couple of my favorite as well. Uh, but he gained 15 pounds in the offseason of pure muscle. That's one of my favorites. He's going to be stronger in the corners. And kind of spitballing off that, he started training with Gary Roberts in the offseason. It changed his life. There's, uh, there's no better training camp storyline than somebody goes and trains with Gary Roberts. Yeah. Oh, my God. He went with fucking Roberts, dude. That guy's going to be a killer this year. Yeah. But do you have any favorite uh, storylines you hear every training camp? Uh, Not really because my team has consisted of Derek Stepan for years. So normally it's just I thought we did a lot of good things. And, uh, and you know, the, everybody's coming in. We're hungry for this year. And we can't wait for the year to start. All this shit. I mean, the, the Rangers one is going to be the fact that they want to win. It's going to be like, oh, yeah, you know, we may not be that good, but we have to instill winning qualities, which I kind of respect because I, you look at the Sabres, they haven't had a winning quality there forever, and that's what they've turned into, and I don't really want the Rangers to turn into that. So, You know who I'm excited for with the training camp storylines is Colville Chuck out in L.A. He's going to be throwing so many cliches out there. Like, I just wanted to come back to win a cup. <laughs> yeah. uh, so happy to be back playing in the best league in the world. He's going to be he's gonna be hamming it up, so... Uh, just look out for those quotes coming. And LA is gonna fucking eat it up too. They're gonna love that shit. Oh, yeah, um, hero of the week. It's been a while since I've done this, but it goes to myself. Uh, this this weekend. Every week. <laughs> no, it hasn't been that long. So uh, this weekend, I, I it's big Travers, which is like this huge horse race in Saratoga, and I didn't really want to go to it. <clears throat> Had some other stuff going on. Had to clear the mind, shit like that. So. Last second, I entered a morning skate three-on-three team at the Glens Falls Civic Center, uh, and it was a blast, dude. We won. We played hockey for like six hours straight. We didn't lose a single game. I think the closest game that we played was like a probably an eight-to-three game. So, yeah, we dominated. It was good. We got free T-shirts. We got a koozie, and we got a $125 gift card to this one restaurant, which we immediately went to afterwards and fucking ate like kings. Uh, another – what's up? You are the... Uh, the hot dog platter. You knew that. So, uh... <coughs> Where's the mail order? What did he get? Oh, filet mignon sliders. Oh. Of course he was. Isn't All that right. shocking? Then he complained about them the whole time. Oh, dude. Dude, so Bizdev <laughs> Dale... Bizdev Dale talks, tells this story about how his dad sent a steak back, like, four times once. Like... Bizdev Dale is not an easy person to satisfy with a no. fucking steak, dude. You're in Glens Falls, New York. You're not you're not getting a fucking prime cut in like the Hell's Kitchen in fucking New York. Like, yeah, his new know. thing is he can, he'll only eat grass fed beef. <laughs> grass now he's grass fed, dude. <clears throat> and am, am I like an idiot to think that there's no such thing as non grass fed beef? I think I think like when you see like an organic sticker on something, it's like the biggest crock of shit of all time. Yo, seriously, right or no? 
Well, I mean, all cows, I don't know. Some cows are probably fed like, I don't, dude, I don't know what cows are fucking fed, like steroids. I don't know. Do some of them eat like cornmeal? You should know this, dude. You fucking grew up in fucking. I was under the assumption that all cows eat grass. Yeah. Like, yeah, but this is grass-fed beef, dude. You don't get it, dude. <laughs> he literally, he literally won't eat beef unless it says grass-fed. Did he ask him if it was grass-fed? Maybe yes, dude. He's fucking. He Bizzab Dale's out of control when it comes to his eating habits. Right now, dude, man. you should you should have asked the restaurant if they are grass-fed dogs. <laughs> <laughs> I should have. <laughs> All right, fuck. Moving on from grass-fed beef, and I don't know Bizzab. I love you, dude. Uh. My zero of the week's fucking super cuts, dude. So a lot of people know um, I'm not really that particular about how I look. Um, I wear clothes out that probably have stains from two weeks earlier. Um, I'm not like the most well-kept person. I chintz. I probably shouldn't do it. I chintz on my haircuts. I go Can't. to the plaza. Can't I walk into super cuts. I, fucking, I knew I hit a low point in my <laughs> life like two years ago when I downloaded the app so I could pre-check in. Oh, uh, God. Yeah, but you know, I don't want to sit with. I don't want to sit in the mall. So, so you know, I went there today. She did an all right job. She talked a little too much. The thing I like about supercuts most of the time is if you just close your eyes and put your head down, they don't bother you. <laughs> uh, um, but she started talking to me or whatever at the very end, like classic. Like I thought originally, I thought she said, "What do you like? Do you want me to take off your sideburns?" So I was like, "Yeah, sure." And I slowly realized Can I see she him? was like. What? Can I see no, him? Sorry, my sideburns are fine. Okay. I slowly realized um, as she was getting the clipper out that she didn't ask that. She asked about my eyebrows, and and it was too late. And she took this comb, and like I have like fucking caterpillar eyebrows, and they've been growing for like twenty six years. Wait, like, did she cut off. your eyebrows? I have never groomed them once. She took. I mean, seriously, twenty six years of having the fucking biggest eyebrows in the league. She took a comb and put it over my eyebrow and took the fucking buzzer just went <laughs> and, and I don't I don't I can't look at myself dude you can't tell <laughs> it's supposed to be more well kept but it's like how, how they don't look dumb like I think you kind of lucked out that she didn't completely fuck them up no dude but it's just like don't ask me that like that was such a curveball yeah. I don't do they ask you that do you ever get asked that no dude because I, First off, the fact that you don't go to one person every single time is the biggest slap in the face to life as there is possible. You no, need to... Supercuts super no. is great. You fucking give no. them your phone number and they no, look it up. No, no, no. You go to a goddamn salon, dude. When I get my hair cut, I go in there. They trim it up. She brings me over. They shampoo me. They give me a thing of champagne. I get the rest of it cut. 30 bucks. See you later. Bye. Oh, yeah. You know what I... <laughs> You know what super you know what supercuts is, dude. Yeah, dude. Supercuts is when you're in high school and you can literally handpick each fucking individual girl there that's gonna be caught in hair. That's supercuts. Yeah, but they always have long nails. They run through your hair. It feels relaxed. Oh man, you are you're a lost fucking soul, dude. I will never agree with you on that. You need to get a haircut person. Why though, dude? <laughs> because you're a fucking adult, dude. You're an adult. I. I I, I'm going to be on you on this one. The next time you get a haircut, I'm going to make sure it's by somebody nice. I'll do my research and I'll oh, get you a haircut. I would, I would, I, there are so many things I would rather do than go to somebody who gives out like 15 hard parts a day. <laughs> I'm not saying hard part, dude. I'm not saying that at all. But you need to have some sort of background check on who's cutting your hair. And my eyebrows. Like my, my hairstylist is one of my old buddy's ex-girlfriends. Known her for years. She's a delight. And she gets the job done. You need stuff like I'm gonna I, I'm gonna do some research for you, and we're we're gonna make sure that nobody ever touches those eyebrows of yours again. We'll go. To, the only place I would ever go is True Cuts. <laughs> Shout out True Cuts. All right, uh, my zero of the week in that three on three tournament. Uh, we played this like one team is full of high school kids from Queensbury, and they just kept taking slap shots like head high. So our team. I mean, we responded accordingly. We were like, we're going to fuck you up. And they got, like, rattled about it. So my zero of the week goes to high school kids that haven't entered beer league hockey yet. So they think it's still the wild, wild west. And just have zero lack of respect of what's going on around there. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, the part that really I, I do have beef with, like, I agree with you. Especially when you're trying to clear the defense when you see someone winding up. But, like, the fact that they don't. <laughs> 
if you want to take slap shots in beer league, I'm going to say this. Whatever, dude. You're a hardo, but someone's going to try to fight you. Yeah. Like the only the only time in on our beer league team when someone would take a slap shot is when we are look we are actively looking for a fight. Yeah. And, and we would send people out. Would go nuts. Yeah, we would have we had a kid on our team, Will Thorpe. He's a fucking beauty of a kid. And we'd be like, Well, we need a spark and he'd go on a breakaway and he'd probably be three feet away from the goalie and he would just fucking let one rip. And it was every time we're like, All right, who fucking wants it? And people they just they didn't oblige. I can't imagine if somebody did that to our team what we would do. Freak out. <laughs> I would have a I would have a panic attack, dude. Cause and especially with those shots that Will Thorpe used to take. They would be like, they never really, I mean, every now and then they hit the goalie, but the majority of them were headhunters. Yeah, dude, like four feet over the fucking net. (laughs) I don't know, man. I think think for high school kids, I think it's a very valuable lesson. I think this happens to almost every group. I'm sure it happened to us at some point. When you're like 17 and 18 and 19, all your friends you played growing up with are starting to play beer league. You're like, pick up adult. Eventually what happens is one of your friends does something stupid and he gets his ass beat. Um, Lesson and then, learned. And then, you, and then you learn the code. Yeah. yeah. Maybe those kids just haven't learned the code yet. Maybe someone should have taught them the code. Which is, I don't care if you want to fight me, I'm going to like fight you anyway. So maybe, maybe, maybe this isn't so much a zero of the week as it is a learning lesson, dude. Like, you're in a, it's a completely different animal between playing like real competitive hockey and hockey where like people have to work the next morning. Yeah. You know yeah, I would be. I I thought about this recently. If I like broke my arm, like I would be devastated at work. Like that would be the worst thing to ever happen to my life. Right? You go to work and your arms in a fucking cast. Like what happened? Oh, I had a nine forty game at the Albany County rink last night, and at about eleven thirty, I blocked a shot and I broke my arm. I had to go to the hospital. I was out until three a.m. Good news is though the fucking defenseman from Gilderland, who's fourteen years old, is looking real good next year. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, fuck Yeah. I don't know, man. I feel like I feel like uh, beer league hockey, as you get older, it's funny because summer is always so much more competitive because the younger kids are around. But I think when they leave for the winter, I think all the older guys take like a big sigh of relief. It's like, all right, let's slow the pace down. Oh, my God. I know. And I've never been like that until this year. I cannot wait for winter because all those college high school fucks go back. And it's just a bunch of old men out there having living the dream, dude. It's the best time of the year, man. Oh, it's bad. I just saw Henrik Zetterberg was born in 1980. I'm born in 1990, so I'm like, okay, well, he's only 10 years older than me. He's 37 fucking years old, dude. I'm yeah, getting, dude. getting old. It fucking sucks. All right, we're going to move on before I before I fucking jump out my window. Three stars time. Three stars. All right, Jim and Mike, thanks very kindly. A nice weekend for you. As always, our three-star selectors are stars of the hockey scene wherever we go on Rogers Hometown Hockey. All right, so now as a collective group of the Morning Skate, the three stars this week are three goals that we're going to focus on for the 2018-19 NHL season. These are three things that we kind of want either ourselves individually or us as a whole to accomplish. So my third star, I want to create sweet merch that people buy. Uh, we have some just, you know, your standard Morning Skate stuff with our logo on it and shit like that. But as the season goes on, there's different storylines. I want to start printing some stuff like a Phil Kessel t-shirt, stuff like that. So head on a swivel. I got some pretty good designers that can that, that'll help me out, and hopefully at some point we can get something like that going. So third star, sweet merch. It's a good one, dude. Uh, my third star, I'm an addict, so I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try to go sober on this. I'm gonna try to uh, not mention <laughs> Dylan McElrath, Patrick Maroon, or Adam McQuaid on a podcast. I'm pretty sure I somehow am able to sprinkle one of their names into every single podcast. Um, it's tough for me. Uh, I'm gonna find some new players. To continually talk about that no one cares about this year. Okay. I don't know if it's going to happen, but we will, we will see. Uh, my second star, I want 15,000 followers on Instagram. Uh, Instagram's the new fucking the go-to. I think when you get to 10,000, people can swipe up on your stories, which brings you to websites and shit like that, which would be incredibly helpful. So if you're listening to this podcast and you got an Instagram, fucking head on over and follow us. Uh, it's morning underscore skate. Post a lot of really cool shit. Check us out. I think you'll like it. So 15K Instagram followers by next year. By the end of next year, that's one of my goals. I don't know my Instagram password, so I'm sorry. I can't be one of them. Uh, number uh, number two is going to be, I'm going to make sure that uh, Vegas' Cinderella story is over. Um, and I'm going to get people to hate them just like me. 
How are you going to do that? Because I think you tried last year. I don't think uh, it really worked here's out. The thing, <coughs> I think the public's going to sour. It's like, all right, you were the Cinderella story last year. Like, they don't have that going for them anymore. That storyline, gone. I don't care if it's year two and that's still impressive. They're not the new kids on the block. They made it to the Western Conference Finals. Uh, I think there's going to be more teams seeing, people seeing them as a threat to their team rather than a feel-good story. So I feel the hate coming. Do they make the playoffs? Well, I'll just get right into it. So my number one star is I'm going to make a correct prediction this year. Um, last year I made a ton of incorrect predictions. I was pretty much wrong about literally everything I said on the podcast. So I'm going to start it off with my first correct prediction, which is the Las Vegas Golden Knights will not make the playoffs next year. Damn. I said it. I said it. So I'm going to mark this down. I'm going to put a note in my phone. Uh so I can remember this podcast to reference when they, in fact, do not make the playoffs, and I will be right. What's your second star, dude? My, no, I'm on, I'm on one star now, dude. Uh, we're above 20,000 followers on Twitter. I want 40 by the end of this year. I want 40,000 followers. I want a small city to be following the morning skate and be fucking down to ride or die with us. Yeah, hell yeah. I mean, that would be cool. I, I um, So I broke a phone like a, about a month ago, and I just... This weekend, I finally figured out the morning skate password was. I logged, I logged on and figured it out. So I'm back on there. I'm live. It wasn't on my phone for a month. I was wondering why I wasn't getting any notifications. So. That's funny because I tweeted out we're recording a podcast right now, and you had done that like 15 minutes before I'd done that. and made me look like a big idiot. Big idiot. Big idiot fan. But All right, guys, so that was the, uh, the podcast this week. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, these are going to probably start getting a little bit more regular as uh, – as the season approaches with training camp, shit like that, more stories will be coming out. How the feel good to be back? Do you feel, you know, you dusted off or what? Yeah, it does. I mean, it's, I'm just waiting for the hot stove to fucking heat up. Damn, dude. You know what I mean? The NHL season <laughs> right now, it's, you just walk downstairs, it's like 3 o'clock in the morning, dude, and you just preheated the ovens for some, like, pizza bagels or something. I need shit. some fucking Kevin Weeks, some Catherine Tappen in my life in the worst way. You just want to watch those fucking highlights like 20 times NHL tonight. tonight, yeah. You get home from like a beer league game and you, you have a half hour before you're going to hit the sheets. Just pop on NHL tonight and see what's popping off, dude. Mike Rupp, dude. It'll be <laughs> Rupper, good. Dude. Rupper, But, yeah, thanks for tuning in, guys, and we will see you next week. Oh, yeah. Hey. Tears more than you cause I see him so much. so much That's what happens when you're here with no trust Okay, I lied, cheated, you cried, you done, worse shit And I'm still here right, and motherfuck your friends All them hoes hatin', if you're not down, then what's your location? I called and checked in every night and that was not probation They gave they two cents and we ain't asking no donation Man, you want some other other shit Find out about my other, other bitch Went from my love get to you Don't know who you're fucking with Fresh off a vacation, already need another trip She said I had enough tries Oh, and I'm the reason that she doesn't trust guys What's the perfect girl if it's not the perfect time? If you wanna leave, fine, just don't tell me you love me You're gonna make it too hard for me I wish you were ugly It wouldn't be so hard to leave Cause baby, I hate to Love you, I can't make up my mind Cause right when I tell you, it's over By the end of the night, I'll be right back in bed with you